And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's the former Ring of Honor world champion, six-man tag team champion, and world television champion. It's Dalton Castle. And he's a fighter, podcast host, and the Victor Borga of professional wrestling. It's RJ City. Tone Zone is here to introduce Dark Tone Zone, his new persona, until Allison agrees to do shows in person again. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, Hello, my little bootios. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend, that particular carbohydrate. And yes, it is real and it's a wrestling themed cereal. Apparently, it's like Lucky Charms, but the marshmallows are little butts. Uh, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Lisa Lowry. Normally, this is the part where I would do the hard sell for my Patreon, but I decided I'm moving that to a different part of the show. I've talked at length about how I'm not going to do it at the beginning of the show anymore. And in the shower earlier, I was like, if I'm going to move it, I better practice. And I actually practiced and I intended to not talk about it right here. I was just going to seamlessly go right into the next part, but I can't do it. I'm very excited for the show. We have a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, I'd like to welcome my guest, Dalton Castle. Hello. Now... Hello. Is everything going well on your end? I couldn't help but notice you. there was a slight look on your face like maybe perhaps you are wondering if your recording situation is all good. Is it, Do you feel like it's all good? Oh, no. Th- I mean, I'm a, I'm a mess over here. I've been dreading this all day. Oh, I no. haven't talked to a lot of humans, oh. so I'm not sure if this is going to go well. And also, uh, gearing into this... I'm, I have to click things, record things. Plus, you've been counting us down with a very unnatural <laughs> cadence. I know. I know. You've been going like, all right, from three, one, two, three. Okay, go. <laughs> I know. It's like I don't know math or rhythm, which is right. funny because I, I actually yeah. was a drummer. I, I haven't done any math hey, in a long time. Really? Were yeah. You, were you good? Mm, in very by the way tony thaxton who i've not officially introduced yet so he's not allowed to talk and i like to introduce him around the 40 mark of the episode and it's like a real mystery of whether i will even introduce him or not sometimes i forget sometimes i just torture him um he's a a real drummer in a real rock band so the fact that i'm even talking about it at all in front of him is silly um i was good in very short spurts, I did not have the stamina to last for like, like a whole every set. other beat was about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was good for like I could be impressive for a little while, but so I was in a rock band as the drummer for a few weeks, and then I told them I was moving to San Francisco, and my intention was to move to San Francisco, so I left the band and then I came back and I was like, "Hey guys, I didn't move." And they had another drummer, and they're like, "We know you play guitar as well, so why don't you be the guitar player?" But I think if I even if that hadn't happened, probably they would have moved me over to guitar or out of the band entirely anyway. I don't think I think there was no great loss. Yeah, that's a very similar situation to what I had because I played in uh, elementary school and uh, first year of middle school. So three years I was in drums. 
Uh, they at least ask you to do another instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of my sixth grade year, my band instructor had talked to my mother and had asked her to encourage me to quit. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you... Like, I don't think he cares. He doesn't really have rhythm. He doesn't show up. Maybe, maybe talk him out of this. So did you go on to another instrument or just no more music? Uh, I started wrestling the next year Oh, uh, in school. So I didn't have time to, to flex my artistic muscles. Gotcha. Well, there's a whole story there. Well, we have so much to get into with you, but I must move on with my intros. RJ City, welcome back for three times on the show. Yeah. Is this That's... regular? Is this a new tier for me? Um, oh, you mean like, are you a show regular now? Yeah. I think so. Yes. Okay. Great. I mean, I don't want to give away the segment, but we're doing a segment that we pretty much only do with show regulars or if I'm desperate with new people. Sure. And do you feel like you can rely on me now if someone no shows at the last minute, like Charles Nelson Riley on Johnny Carson? Or (laughs) I mean, that's more a question for you. Do you want to be a pinch hitter? Well, uh, so far, my social following has not grown since first appearing on this podcast. Are you serious? No. Well, actually, that's a lie. And I lied I, to myself. Can I just can I just yes. put a cork in your mouth for a second and say that when you said your social following hadn't grown since your first appearance, that struck me as a big fat load of bullshit because when I f- am feeling blue, like right now, because um, yes. I don't know if you guys saw my inst- Instagram stories, but my and I don't want to make a big deal of this, but my Wikipedia page has been deleted and. Um, <laughs> It I'm makes so me sorry. feel like I don't exist right now. It, this happened back in 2009. Uh, there I was. Mm. I didn't create it. It disappeared one day. And I was like, oh, cool. And then it disappeared one day. And I was like, that doesn't feel so good. I feel like I'm being erased. And then it reappeared one day. And then for years and years, I enjoyed immense Wikipedia existence. And then now all of a sudden it's gone again. Um, so anyway, when I'm experiencing a dark night of the soul, such as when my Wikipedia uh, page is deleted because I am not worthy of one, evidently, which feels very uh, not fair. Um, I think to myself, but I know when people come on my show, they get a boost. So when you said you didn't get a boost, that felt uh, bullshitty. I did. Not in a quantity sense, but in a quality sense. Oh, that doesn't feel good. Well, no, for me it does because um, I don't know if I can say is this. I, this feels like personal information, but Mary Lynn Rice Cub, yes, started following me, and I was like, "Oh, wow!" Obviously, there's no other reason she would follow me but for my appearance. And this is also, true. Uh, no, when we when we had the Mauve Mav argument, Lorraine Newman chimed in. Yeah, and she was on my side, and it's those kind of people that mean something <laughs> to me. Well. And this has got to be on you. Most yeah. people who come on do get a uh, quantity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like this feels more like an off-air discussion. Yeah. Robin Shore was just on and she was like, oh, my God, so many new followers. So I, now every, everyone, this is between me and the listeners. You guys, what are you doing? Go follow RJ. No, no, it's no. RJ it's RJ City One. Place. I haven't funneled my content. It's going to alarm some okay. people. That's bad advice. Is Marilyn Ricecup following Robin Shore? I think that's my question. I don't know. If, if you if, follow RJ, you get a lot of nipples. He shows his nipples an awful lot. So that might bump, b- right. boost his numbers. Yeah, that is true, yeah. 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 
come for the nipples. Stay for the <clears throat> what I feel is a just butchering of the word mauve. Um, Dalton, how do you pronounce it? Well, are we talking about the color of RJ's nipples? Uh, yeah, they're mauve, I would say. Okay, so everyone here says mauve except for RJ, right? I do. Yeah, yes. he's, he's pretentious. Right. Except for me and Lorraine Newman, who say mauve. And I, I can't have this conversation again. Daniel, hello. Welcome. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I pronounce it Maeve. Maeve. Like Maeve West? Maeve it's a West. joke. <laughs> um, Tony, hello. Welcome. Hi. I, uh, I can't. First off, I'm going to say can't, I can't even imagine a scenario in my life where I've had to say Mauve. Uh, and secondly, I just wanted to say, did you think when you like officially hired me as producer a couple of years ago, whenever that was, it was going to open the floodgates to slowly becoming a wrestling podcast. No, <laughs> no, that's the crazy thing. Um, I'm telling her. And here's the thing, because I've been making a lot of noise about my pivot to wrestling. Uh, it started as a joke. I mean, and it, you know, this sort of continues to be. But recently, I realized that I don't know if I have what it takes to continue down this road. And RJ, Dalton, you guys are both professional wrestlers. I need to know, where are you with the whole blading thing? Because I didn't realize this was part of wrestling. And now that I know about it, I must, ha I must tap out because it's too repulsive yeah. to me. If there's one thing that pro wrestling has taught people is that if you ever get in a fight, the only place you'll bleed from is your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have me... you done this for me no no i'm not no I, come on i'm talented i have a personality <laughs> i don't need to gush from my face to make people care about what i'm doing <laughs> i bleed I, though i have I, I, I have bled ugh. on accident a promoter once asked me how much money do you want to blade and i said you <sighs> don't have enough and he said, no, no, seriously. I said, yeah, no, there is a price. I guarantee you, you do not have that much money. And it is an interesting question that you could think about, all of you. How much money would someone have to give you for you to be okay with bleeding? And, you know, not bleeding Ooh, in a great. horrendous way. A couple stitches, it stops. You'll be fine at the end of the day. Wait, it, 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 this is more... Ah! This is more info than I... I mean, this is more... This is worse than I thought, because according to Colt Cabana, you just put some bacitracin on it, which, by the way, no one on the podcast knew what that was. I know what that is because I know my ointments. No one knew what that was. Uh, I didn't know stitches were, were required. Look we at my face. Look at Dalton's face. Then look at Colt's face and realize he's giving you bad advice. <laughs> well, I said to Tony, I don't think you guys do this. No, I said, sorry, I said to Pete, the guy who mispronounces Moth, Pete, who does the videos for my Monday show, who's also super into wrestling, who mispronounces Moth, which is news to Tony and me. Isn't it gross, Tony? It's a little weird. I saw Pete yeah. yesterday, by the way. Just a quick little side there. Yeah. Good to carry on. <laughs> was he bleeding? There was, there, was no, there was no bleeding, no. So it requires stitches? This is a real commitment. I yeah, don't think it always requires heal. stitches. 
Yeah. I think you should get them. I would <laughs> I would say that Allison's interest in wrestling was genuine. Uh, but she cannot and get past this one thing. It's my, like it hit yeah. this, <laughs> this blading well, roadblock. Uh, and she cannot get past it. But well, th- And this is my thing, and this is where I think I will win you back. There's so many different kinds of wrestling. Yeah. There is a lot of bloody wrestling. There's also stuff that Dalton and I do, which is not bloody wrestling. You know? That's like saying, oh, I don't watch pornography because you don't understand, like, one particular fetish. It's like, there's, a, there's so many other things. Just don't Google that would be my advice to you. Yes, but right. here, okay, okay, but here, here's the, a thing about me, is that, like, knowing that it exists, <laughs> if someone says to me, don't Google that, then I must Google it. I'm crazy. Uh, although, yes, that's right. Although Colt Cabana was like, look up so-and-so. And I was like, damn it. Now that you told me that. Oh, yeah. Who was the, re- what was the, re- who some, was, uh, some guys, Ab- Abdullah. Abdullah, oh, Abdullah the Butcher. The butcher. Oh, yeah. 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 Don't Abdullah do that. Butcher. But I didn't, I, I have not. But I was like, now that you told me that, it's going to be impossible right. for me not to. But I haven't. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it, it's like, haunt, I think it haunts be me. Fine. Looking up his forehead. You'd be fine at it. Oh, yeah. Cheese grater to the head. Oh, Oh, my God. When the listenership starts to dip, then, you know, then we start talking about maybe she throws some tacks on the desk. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just want to warn you, Allison, if you fully pivot to wrestling, like that's your last niche before this podcast ends. (laughs) (laughs) What? Making myself bleed? No, just wrestling in general. Like once you hit that market, you can't transition out of it. The thing is, I did IVF. Like, I've stuck hundreds. Wouldn't you say it's hundreds of needles, Daniel? How many needles have I stuck in my body? I mean... We still have them. Not out of any... um, We're not going to make an art project where we put, like, a picture of an ultrasound and then we put the needles in a big heart, which I've seen people do. It's more like we just don't know how... We You need to take them to a needle depository, and we just haven't done that. So we have, like, these... Sharps buckets. containers, buckets of Wait, used needles, and I put them. them? We st- we I tell I told you Tony I'm like a proto hoarder. We've got it's, they're good it's needles. Just, she they're, leaves yeah, them in a bucket know. by the door like mints. <laughs> yeah. Yes, have a needle. Take a needle. On have your a way needle. Out. Take a needle. <laughs> um, I look. We're like a a a, a Pachanga casino. Um, or what is that? This is dangerous oh, circus, territory. Circus. There's a lot of casinos. There's a lot of casinos uh, that have needle depositories in the bathrooms. We saw one at Circus Circus. Yes, but I also saw one in Palm Springs area many years ago. Um, Oh, Morongo. Anyway, all I'm saying is I thought you were trying to refer to that game. I'm sorry. I thought you were trying to refer to that game from uh, from Price is Right. I had no idea that this is a real thing they do in casinos with the. Oh no! What's the game? What's the game on Price is Right? It's a needle Plinko. exchange. Or Plinko, Plinko. or Plachinko. Oh. No. Anyway, all I'm saying is I've put tons of needles in my body. So really I should be able to handle this, but I cannot. But you've put needles in your body for like ultimately to better yourself and your life. Yeah. Wrestlers after they do it, their life gets worse. <laughs> so I didn't realize it's the kind of thing where they'll pay you more to do it, though. Well, if you're smart, you'll ask for more money. (laughs) 
I'm sure there's a lot of people who just do it for free. But they're That's... they're ultimately not so bright. Yeah. <laughs> I cut my you head know? three times earlier today. I once cut my head. This was one of the dumbest. And I've done so many dumb things in my life. But I had this spoon. And I was <laughs> watching TV. And I was holding the spoon. And I just was like, I, le- I was leaning against the spoon. And I just went like that with it. And I just yeah. got this big gash across my forehead. And I went on TV that night. And with a gash on my I'm sorry, forehead. Was From it a spoon. grapefruit spoon? <laughs> Did I say spoon? I meant I had a serrated knife. No, it was... Um, <sighs> <laughs> it was uh, Daniel. We still have this silverware. It was like from IKEA because only the best, and it uh, it had a wooden handle, so it was like two layers of wood yeah. with a piece of metal in between. It was accidentally sharp. <laughs> Going on television was a brag. There was a brag sandwich that actually was kind of technically a humble brag, um, but no one paid me for that head head wound. And that was your mistake, ultimately. I know. I didn't know my, my da- own worth. My dad once stood, I got out of his car at a, at a dealership, a, a car dealership, and stood up into that razor wire. Oh. And, the, and the, it just slit the top of his head. Oh! But he was able to sue them for a bunch of money, so worth it. <laughs> you know where you, oh. where you went wrong, Allison, is what wrestlers do when they do something like that, is they try to immediately take a picture of the, uh, the wound and then mm-hmm. they like Instagram or tweet it out. Be like, look it, I got hurt. So you should have done that. As Unless, like wait, a, you went on a TV show after. So I guess yeah. you did that. As like a look how tough I am kind of thing. I think they're just trying to trick you into looking at their wounds. I don't like it. Hmm. Let's make you nauseous real quick. I'm- but like, do you guys get queasy? At- oh my God, I, ha- I must move on after this. Do you guys get queasy at all or feel icky from blood and stuff like that? RJ and Dalton. Being that you're wrestlers and in this milieu of semi-fake violence. First of all, it's milieu. Oh God. Second of all, <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, not in the standard way. And I think it's because our, both our brains have been warped since childhood. To accept it as something somewhat normal. Of course, there's been like some accidents I've seen where I said that's not that good. I'll tell you where I don't get I don't get grossed out about it is when it happens in the act. When I when I'm wrestling and if the other guy's bleeding, I get a little on me, or if I'm bleeding, uh, that doesn't set me off. But if the match before me mm. put blood in the ring and now mm. I have to go mm. wrestle on some, a third party's blood. That's not even involved in my match. That's the the grossest thing ever. I, I right. want no part of it. I want change the canvas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's like going into a restroom and the toilet's dirty. Right. How are we missing the bowl? Who's yes. hovering with the blood? I have a question for you guys. Is is there like new protocols uh, now that monkeypox is a thing? Because apparently that spreads through skin to skin contact. <clears throat> I have never been aware of wrestling having one protocol ever <laughs> of any kind. You can have special monkeypox uh, uh, matches. Who gets it? They had monkeypox on a pole. And I'm in one of those this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get oh, the monkeypox and then you have to give it to your opponent. Mm. Uh, Dalton, your chair is like a, what is that? Like a lime green or a chartreuse or something. Yeah, and I keep seeing it 
Well, I keep seeing it over your shoulder and my eye keeps thinking it's a bird back there. <laughs> and I'm realizing perhaps it's because you use bird and peacock imagery in your persona that my brain j- is just wanting there to be a bird back there. It's that and I have half a dozen macaws flying around my office. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also that. Okay. So a couple quick things, and then we have some segments, and we have all sorts of fun stuff to get to. Um, sadly, Olivia Newton-John passed away today, RIP. Um, and longtime Tell listeners... Me about it, I know. Longtime listeners know that uh, there was a brief period of time when I was a young gal where I decided Allison Rosen, my given name, was not cool enough, and instead... I wanted to be Ali Michelle with a heart. Over Hell the yeah. Eye. Look, RJ City, Dalton Castle, those are not the names you guys were born with. You got to choose them. Allison Rosen, that was the boring name that I was born with. So I said, no, no, I need something a little more jazzy. But the only place where I disseminated this name was at an Aussie Blue store. That was the name of her store, right? Aussie Blue. <laughs> Does anyone know? Oh my God, we're getting very no deep in her about. lore here. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know anything about that. My, All right. my older sister was obsessed, but I this is news to me. Once again, I am all alone. Um wait, who's this Googling? Feels like gotcha journalism. Like you're gonna <laughs> like attack me for not knowing yeah. more about Olivia. No, Newton I believe job. it was look, I I believe it was Aussie Blue. That was the name of her bo- I heard clicking though. Who was it? Who's typing? Oh, wow. RJ, oh, was wow. it you? No oh, one's typing. <laughs> Tony, can you look it up? I'm on um, it. Okay, thank you. Uh, I wasn't going to come down on whoever it was. I just was hoping they were Googling Aussie Blue. So yeah. anyway, I yeah, believe... that's the tone you had. <laughs> <laughs> I meant uh, that in a friendly way. I believe that was her boutique. So anyway, uh, uh, I real was... Real quick, I believe yeah. it looks like it was Koala Blue. Koala Blue. Wow. That's what I meant, not Aussie Blue. Koala you must, blue. You must feel like a real idiot. Marsupial blue. <laughs> Pouch blue. I feel like a, I do feel like a real idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I can't believe I said Aussie blue. This is going to haunt me. Um, it's going to haunt me in the same way that for two episodes in a row, Tony, and were you? Yes, you were there for one of them. I referred to one of the sh- a show that I enjoyed so much as Severed, not Severance. Oh, yeah. What is happening to me? Um, koala blue on my way out i signed the mailing list as ali michelle and that was how i broke it to my mom that my new name is ali michelle with the heart but that was the extent of it the only people who ever knew were my mom and that store and then that woman from the store called me and asked for ali michelle other than that i never went wide with the name but listeners of the show know about that so sad day you're gonna need a name for pro wrestling Oh, oh, right, because I am going pro. As long as I don't have to blade, mm-hmm. except I should probably set my price. You could you could be a man. What do we think, like $35? Is that $38? Seems, that's fair. Is that steep? I mean, no one, no, I, don't even have a Wikipedia, I don't have a Wikipedia page, so. Yeah. Maybe they can't even look it. me up. Maybe what is also great, though, the real deal you provide is that you bring your own needles. 
I think that's fantastic. <laughs> yes. And that's how they do it, right? They just dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, it's I, like an allergy test. <laughs> I do have leftover numbing cream as well. So as long as I know two hours in advance, <laughs> I oh, could, yeah, I right. mean, that would look really realistic. My skin would lose color. You know what? This well, is not when you're interviewing someone, honey, uh, <laughs> you could you could just in the middle of the interview, just kind of do this. And then it's like you were interviewing so hard, <laughs> podcasting so hard. Yes. Bled. Oh that would be like I would put down thirty eight dollars for that. Yeah. Oh, that could be a, like a Patreon tier. Yeah. To that also. <laughs> Anyone else? Well, Tony, you're yeah. already oh, yeah. in for eight, eighty, eighty thousand. If I yeah, do it in but, person. Well, yeah, we're not in person yet, so. Okay. You guys uh, want to go halvesies on Allison blading with needles during a podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I have a small bone to pick with my husband that I need to do it in front of all of you. So Whoa. yesterday, Daniel said to me, <laughs> this oh, I, think someone's, I think someone's calling. Hang on. <laughs> he said to me, you know how some coffee smells like cardboard? And I said, yes, I hate that. And he said, your coffee smells like cardboard. Mm-hmm. That's what made me think of it. <laughs> now. What a setup. <laughs> that's, thank you for honing in. You are picking up what I'm laying down. That is exactly my point. I'm fine with him saying my coffee. I didn't make the coffee. They're not my beans. I didn't roast it. I'm fine with him saying my coffee smells like cardboard. I just feel like, did he need to set it up that way? Because then he's inviting me to collude against myself. Daniel, Mm -hmm. what do you have to say? It's pretty diabolical. Uh, I think it was more like, um, I wonder if you're tasting what I'm smelling. (laughs) Not to, (laughs) uh, you know, it's like, it smells like that to me. It smells terrible, but you seem to like it. So that's weird. <laughs> and like you're the it seems like the two kinds of coffee you like to drink are either um uh cardboard flavored <laughs> or some horrible uh other flavor. <laughs> like pump like what you you had some like weird donut flavors or something? Like it's just so, Tell 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 the audience what you drank, honey. Like, well, be honest. Period. <laughs> well, uh, wet cardboard is one of my favorites, and then sometimes I select <clears throat> just um, puke is something wow. I like. See, yeah. Oh, I like glue. Debating. Um. Now you like bile. the flavored coffees. You like the. I go through phases. So occasion. Look, and I know that I'm losing respect. That I didn't have already. Sometimes I drink flavored coffee. I haven't had flavored coffee in a while, but this wasn't flavored coffee. This was just coffee that apparently smells like cardboard. But I do, I know what you mean. Some there's like a nutty cardboard f- scent. I mean, look, but I didn't think that the coffee I was drinking had that. To be fair to you, to be fair to you, okay. The way you make your coffee, I know you hate that. It erases all the coffee flavor <laughs> from the coffee, like you. Uh, there's so much sweetener. She uses this sweetener that's like this artificial sweetener where you put like one tiny drop of this is like 14 sugar packets. It's that's super low. It it's super <laughs> concentrated. And she'll put and so like you drink it and it just your your brain just just shrivels. 
And then it's uh, so it's really sweet, and then a lot of cream. So you don't really taste the it's horrible not, coffee. It's, that it's you're almond milk, but okay. Yeah. Okay. So wait. <clears throat> First of all, let me say one. I think he was gaslighting you to deny your own senses. Number one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> number two. You got to do something. We've been together for a while. Yeah. Like, just, come on. At a certain point, I understand. It's yeah. it spices it up. Number two. I do find that almond milk in the coffee gives it this wood taste that I really do not like. I personally blame the almond milk. Well, he said this as it was brewing. It definitely oh, was the yeah. beans, but maybe she double double cardboards it. You know, <laughs> she does use the almond milk, so it's like got a super uh, cardboarded flavor. You know, on ships, I learned this doing research for something. Uh, back in the days of the of the tall ships, they would sometimes burn, take burnt biscuits and mix it with hot water, and they would that tasted enough like bad coffee that they would drink it. You're no, not going to tell you're us thinking what you of did hockey. research for? <laughs> you know, that's what I was dying to know <laughs> also. It's for his escape. He's going to stow away in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> He's going to leave a sack I, of coffee beans in the bed. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I have a dream of escape, yeah. And so, um, you know, you've got to know your way around a tall ship. Doesn't everybody? You, get, you know, you, get, you never know what's going to happen, guys. He's been uh, working on a Allison, nautical Allison, project for years. I yes. have. I've, yes. Did you, were you, you made this coffee? Is this the coffee you made for, for Daniel? No, it was, no, this was a strictly <laughs> me Daniel. enterprise. I was making coffee for myself and then he butted in with, you know how some coffee smells like cardboard? And then I thought we were going to have a discussion about other people's gross coffee, which I was up for. But then he right. let me know that mine, it was mine. Well, we've gotten to the yeah, point where I just want to let see- you know real quick, you're drinking yeah. a glass of shit. <laughs> well, you know how, like, part you of the know, fun. You know how some people are super annoying. Oh yeah, I hate those people. I find you to be one of them. Well, part of the fun. Part of the fun, in a, when you're a couple, is, to, is talking shit about other people. But we don't see enough other people. Sometimes you're one of those. That's, well, we don't see enough other people, so now we got to talk shit about you. It's like that's what's happened. Like I don't it's know. It's true. Blame COVID. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it, I think I, you're getting too lazy turning on your partner. Yeah. There's so many things around the house you yeah. can make fun of. There's squirrels outside. We have two children. Bugs are yeah. annoying. Our squirrels are like, they're gangster squirrels. They're like city squirrels. And like uh, leather hats and They'll Herbies. stare you down. Yeah. This Do they call you, you bub? I don't know. But this one, like, if, yeah. He smoked they say you see a lot. He smoked little cigarettes. Yeah, bub. Fella. Give us the nuts. <laughs> Give me I don't know what you got there. <laughs> I saw that trail mix. Uh, and then also I have some, this is very, very niche advice for anyone who <laughs> is raising a goth son who's into special effects. It If it saves one person, then it's worth it. Uh, our son, Elliot, who's five, is very into anything spooky. He's into Halloween. He's into special effects. I... <clears throat> I'm both afraid of real blood and any, I don't like horror movies. <clears throat> I scare very easily. I don't like any of that. And so it's funny that I have a son who's like the exact, he's into all of that stuff. So I don't, they, there's this store near where we are called Halloween town that has tons of spooky stuff. And you guys, what bought a prosthetic wound? He bought some wounds. Uh, and then he was very excited to put them on. I happen yeah. to have some spirit gum 
from so when you were into applied. prosthetics or something. So they applied this yeah. wound, and then he'd be One like, has "Look, spirit gum around." Yeah, know? look, mom, and he'd pretend to scratch his arm, and it looked like a piece of bacon glued to his arm. So then Daniel and Elliot left it on for two I days. To take it off. Though. Yeah, so he's got this. <laughs> Piece of bacon glued to his arm for two days, and then it Daniel comes- just casually not did not look at his own child for two, two days straight. No, I thought my, you know what? I thought my, I thought my mom was in town. I thought maybe she had done it when she gave him a bath, but forgetting uh, that spirit it, it gum is it extremely adhesive. It he was on it. for a long time. Elliot it was on for probably to be fair, Elliot hours. was very excited. He didn't Can want you- to take it off. Yes. Can you blame your mother for not wanting to wash a piece of bacon on your son? <laughs> I wouldn't go near that I mean, wound. I think, to be fair, the spirit gum is hard. You can't just wash it off. You need a solvent. I have a solvent. Ex- I could have taken okay. it off. But this, this is a child who doesn't want to remove a Band-Aid. Like, when he gets a vaccine, the Band-Aid, it's a the, whole song and dance to get the Band-Aid off. It would have been fine if we had done it sooner. But because we let it uh, oh, we we waited o- overnight. I think his skin started to get irritated. Okay, so, so the when solvent it, started to. What a, so when it came. So anyway, what a fun way it, to get a real wound. Oh my know. god! Anyway, <laughs> hey, I spent how. I'll I'll wrap this story up. <laughs> it, so we try we try to remove it yesterday with the spirit gum remover. With so Daniel starts with like oh, a <laughs> brush and the remover, and Elliot is like. Flinching every time, but it's not even hurting him. It's just he's like just afraid afraid of it hurting. And I dated this guy who had, um, I guess I'm not going to make the story short. I dated this guy who had been in the (laughs) army and who had to like start IVs and things. I don't know exactly what he did. And I remember him telling me that he would get angry at people's fear. And it always left me with this. What'd you say? It sounds like a sniper. Yeah, it it always made I I always had this Your weird fear pisses me off. Right, I had it seemed so um callous and sort of I don't know, I had this uh like a very negative reaction to that statement. It it struck me and it was weird because it didn't seem in, he was like a sweet guy, but that statement always was like that feels evil. I don't like that. Um but that was a but but Daniel lost patience pretty quick with well, Elliot's like flinching because I, it was impossible cuz the thing is you know what it is? I think it's like you want to say to the person, like, trust me, I'm not going to hurt you. So Daniel tapped out of that situation. So I spent like three hours removing this thing. And finally, here's my piece of advice. My first piece of advice is don't use spirit gum on a five-year-old. Use something that is going to be easier to remove. And my second piece of advice is the way I finally did it is I got lotion and put tons of lotion in my hand and then held either side of his arm we played a game where he pretended to ding dong and then i'd be like oh my god it's so good to see you and i'd shake his arm like you like a salesman would shake your hand like so good to see you and give the double hand the you know enclosing your hand and i'd enclose his arm and shake it and then very gently like rub my hand back and forth and three hours later the thing came off it was the longest process ever i don't think that first piece of advice uh needs to be advice You don't. I think it's kind of a given. Daniel. Don't do spirit gum. Daniel. I mean. Do you have the C Daniel drop? Because that that feels needed right now. Daniel. Listen. C Daniel. Yeah, I like how we have to be told not to glue things to (laughs) (laughs) five-year-olds. There go my plans for tonight. Don't glue things to children. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think Daniel got excited because he had he had the perfect thing for prosthetics for getting what we were gluing them to. Way to he got these things. I don't know another way to attach those. As your mom pointed out, eyelash glue. Well, I don't know anything about eyelash glue, hon. Well, but I do. Well, where were you then? I don't know. Now, Okay. okay. But Let's what, get, my, experience okay. with, my experience with uh, spirit gum is that it doesn't, it's not harsh on the skin, but then I've never left it on for that long. I think that really was the problem. Are we all going to have to share our experiences with spirit gum? <laughs> Do you? Yes, please. Let's go around. <laughs> Tony? <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I would I, love I to have, guess it. Oh, I okay. have an actual, I did a movie that only Dalton is familiar with called Monster Brawl. And the premise is classic monsters wrestling. I was the Wolfman, and I was the Mummy. And oh my the God, mummy my son would a... be so into this. Yeah, he wouldn't when he sees it okay. and goes, "Who edited this?" <laughs> um, it was a full face prosthetic. I had it on for almost twenty four hours, and then you know it has to be ripped off. And it was so tight to my face that when I went to bed that night, I had a freak out because I still felt like I had it uh. on my face. So I had to keep Phantom touching face. my face, yes, and denying this illusion. When you pulled it, was it painful when you took it off? Yes. I also had to meditate between sets because it was so thick that it felt claustrophobic. Yeah. You know? How, did, did you, like, was there a solvent that you used to take it off or was it Yes, just they have alcohol off? and they, mm. they go at it with a Q-tip. So I, maybe that's another tip is don't put alcohol on your five-year-old either. I'd like yeah. to throw, yeah, that into the ring too. Well, I Can first I, I tried the, uh, using the car story yes, about that movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, yes. go for it. It's tough, There's please. This would have been like I don't know, eight, ten years ago. RJ, myself, and uh, another uh, starving independent wrestler are driving <laughs> to a show, long, long distance, like a six, eight hour drive, and uh, the kid yells up to me. He's sitting next to RJ in the back seat, and he yells, Hey, Dalton, you ever seen this movie Monster Brawl? It's on Netflix. And I was like, no. How is it? And he goes, it sucks. It's so terrible. I go, who's in it? He goes, nobody. A bunch of nobodies. And then there's like a long pause, and he goes, well, Kevin Nash is in it, and he's all right. And then RJ goes, well, I'm in that particular movie. <laughs> he just did ice. <laughs> he has to pull up the IMDb and shows his name in there. And uh, then the kid is quiet and just goes, well, it's not that bad. I mean, it was bad and well. Okay, so we had RJ, six hours left in the drive. Did you oh, debate whether to announce that you were in it or not? No. You know what? I was very excited about it. It looks great. The premise is fun. I don't think it played well. Once we saw the final thing, it needed a lot more work, I think. In terms of the writing or the editing, it could have been a lot shorter. No, but I mean, when you're in this car ride with this person who's saying bad things about it, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I was coming to terms with like, oh, my God, my work is out (laughs) there and I have no control over who sees it. Yeah. You know? I did enjoy telling him. I did enjoy making him feel bad <laughs> because I've now I feel bad. So right. if I could bring someone else down with me, <laughs> I think I, I can consider that a win. 
Because here's a related hypothetical. This is a hypothetical, but for some reason, when I was younger, this I used to always think about this. Not always, but I used to think about this one. Okay, you're in a bathroom, let's say like at school. You're in the school restroom. You're in a stall or something. This is more of a girl situation, but there, I know there's stalls in the boys' bathrooms too. And there's a couple people in the bathroom and you hear them talking shit about you, but they don't know you're in there. Do you wait in there till they leave or do you open it up and let them know you heard them? What would you do? Now we can go around like with our spirit gum stories. <laughs> Dalton, what would you do? Mm. Now it all depends on the day. I'm pretty passive. Uh, I may, uh, I may do the thing where I walk out and go, "Hey," or just let them know I, I'm there, but not let them know I heard and let them wonder. Mm, interesting, Daniel. No. What would you do? No, I don't like that Wait. answer. No, do you no. want? Do you want? Do you want to go again? And by the no. way, there's so, so many cockatiels behind you in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe what I do is a little razor blade to the forehead before I open the stall door. Oh. Come out. Full face of blood. Now they feel bad for me. Yes. Their oh, gossip good. made you bleed. Daniel, what would yeah, you do? Or the constipation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd probably just uh, go to the airport and catch a one-way flight to another city, change my name, and start over. <laughs> would you hail a tall ship? Ooh, sail the seas. I might yeah. do that. <laughs> RJ, what would you do? I think we know what you would do. What do you think I would do? You would let them know you were there based no, on the car story. Obviously, I have not been on this show enough <laughs> because I don't feel like you know me at all. Okay. I now have leverage on them because I now have information they didn't think I would ever know. Mm-hmm. I would not disclose I was in the stall. I would wait until they leave and I would spend the next five to ten years... Getting them into certain <laughs> positions with the knowledge that they did not like me. Ooh. Yeah. That's the long game. That's yeah. smart. That's the long game, yes. Smart. Tony? Yeah, that's the plot of a psychopath, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I Ooh. Know. I... Are you someone who's all who also, if you were starting IVs, would be angry at someone's fear? Who? Who are you talking to? You just pointed <laughs> at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that R- well, RJ, because Dalton, you said that that's the plot of a psychopath, and so it was a mini. It was a mini callback that worked for me personally. We don't have to. We don't have uh, to belabor this. Yeah. If any listeners appreciated that callback and actually got it, please tweet me, Tony. I do. I do love RJ's RJ. answer, but uh, the uh, I don't. I think it depends on the person that I overheard. Yeah, and also what you overheard. Yeah, because I, I, I do think, you know, if I'm being honest with myself, I might just wait it out. and uh, But then, yeah, I would hang on to that information. And po- I'm not saying I would for sure use it later, but uh, I would definitely, because you're not going to forget that. You're going to think about it way too much. Yeah. I actually was on the other side of this once similar situation where I was like the, uh, the mean girl. My wife and I, at the time, fiance, we were going to the town, uh, what are the, I don't know what the place you go to get the your marriage license. Uh, town city, council? City, town, city hall? City hall. Town hall. I think. Yeah. So we go in and the lady who's helping us with all the papers was 
really rude and short with us. And there was like nobody there. She had no reason. I don't know. I don't know what her life was. But she left us walking out of there talking a lot of shit about her. My wife and I were just just man, that woman was awful. And we're doing like impressions of her. And then we hear behind us now. Hey, oh, no. you forgot this. And we turn do that oh, thing. God. Like, oh, she's right there. And now we thought for sure. We're never getting married because this woman's going to sabotage us. <laughs> what the hell was that? That's our sad trombone. Oh, that's okay. Price is Right specifically. Yeah. Um. So what did you do? Oh, we we just never got married when in fear that it wasn't going <laughs> to stick. <laughs> We've been living in sin for years. Daniel, do you remember the whole situation with the the server and the classic Bernays at the restaurant, the last restaurant we went to before shutdown? I mean, yeah, but I don't remember the exact exchange. <sighs> she gave it was like a flight of sauces or something, and <laughs> she's like, "You have your this, your this, your this, and your classic Bernays, and you're and you're like classic Bernays or something." You started doing yeah. some. <laughs> bit about Bernay, classic Bernays. We have so much fun, you guys. <laughs> I don't, don't we? Yeah. This is I before mean, we turned on each other. It was when we were circling mm. the drain before, you know. And yeah, yeah you're like, classic Bernays. Okay. Um, but then you worried that she had heard you and thought you were, you were not no, making fun no, no, of her. No? No, no, no. Uh, no, I knew she had heard. I was worried. I realized it's one of those things that's a kind of inside joke. Like, you know, it's like cl- that classic Allison, you know, like classic so-and-so doing something silly or stupid. And the way yeah. she said it, I go, classic Bernays, like, oh, that's Bernays doing what Bernays does. <laughs> but I, then I realized, like, what, there's no way she's going to get that. She's probably going to think I was making fun of her. Right. We, know, so we were worried that – but y- God. Yeah. Oh, no, but I don't remember what I did next. I think I just was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I felt so bad that she thought I was just mocking her. Yeah, so but so you were it had nothing to do with her. It was just wordplay. Uh so <laughs> then you did something that I did not expect you to do, which is you explained the whole thing to her to make sure she knew that you weren't making fun of her. <laughs> well, but it's better to me to have that awkward conversation and let her know I wasn't making fun of her than the possibility that she might think that I was making fun of her. And then she was like, "Hey, when you've been in this industry as long as I have, I just love a chance for people I'm serving to laugh. And I was like, oh, that's, my God. That oh server speak for fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it didn't ameliorate the situation. Well, you know. Anyway, I need to ask Dalton a question, and then I feel like we should move on to one of our fun segments. Here it comes, Dalton. It's Look, I am asking on behalf of all the people the important questions. I'm going to get personal. Oh. I hope you're ready. I watched. Oh dear. Well, first of all, everyone should know you make very both both of you guys. Everyone should go follow you on YouTube. You both make very entertaining YouTube videos. Um, and I watched one of your. This was like one of your older videos. It was a vlog where you were showing what you travel with, and what you travel with during the pandemic is an entire bunch of bananas and multiple apples in your luggage. And I need to know. <laughs> This is like a carry-on situation, right? That's not going through. You're not checking bunches of fruit, right? 
<laughs> well, first off, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I put way too much effort into my videos because they're just kind of for me. Uh, but yeah, you know, I checked that because really? like the, the start of the pandemic, well, clever packing, I, I would wrap them individually in like, uh, paper bags and then stuff them between shirts and s some wow. of the apples got put inside shoes. <laughs> uh, the bananas, the bananas were risky, but then when they, I put them in the middle, they made it just fine. But what we had to do is the pandemic, like when we went back to work, I worked for ring of honor at the time. We were a wrestling TV show and they would make us go to a hotel and we had to live in our room for an entire week. Uh, we weren't allowed to leave the room. It was, and then we would, uh, wrestle in an empty ice arena with nobody in it, uh, for like three days. And I wasn't going to just order Uber Eats the whole time. I needed some fresh fruits. So bananas and apples, like the a old fresh apple song was the way to go. Straight from your shoe. <laughs> Nothing like a, a Sacconi apple. <laughs> um, was uh, was the banana like in a Ziploc bag or something though? Because I just feel like if a banana in the middle of your they luggage, come in their own squished. case. They come no, in their I own know. traveling case. I know, but if it bursts, that's like all over your luggage. That feels very risky to me. I like to roll the dice, Ro Rosen. <laughs> listen castle it just feels okay where does everyone else stand on putting a entire bunch of bananas in the middle of your luggage that's going through checked baggage going into checked baggage i think you could pull that off fine well and yeah i'm not doing it because as you know i fucking hate bananas but yeah uh yeah like i've 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 packed so many things like on tour where people are like oh i want to take one of those like uh, but, uh, it's gonna, I know it's gonna break. I'm like, no, it's not gonna break. You just, yeah. Like he said, yeah, you maybe put them in a bag and yeah, just put, put your clothes around it then. And just, it's gonna, it's gonna get there. It's gonna get there just fine. I've been, I I've find once it brought home an entire, <laughs> I've got an entire six pack of Zima home. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> Zima. <laughs> I've brought home alcohol. Yeah. Not Zima, but. <laughs> Zima, not terrible. Like, yeah, but I would say even delightful. The stigma. Yeah, it's it. It got a bad rap. It was yeah, not bad. What's the stigma? <laughs> really? No. You know what's unfair? We talk a lot about not. I mean, we don't talk a lot about, but it, as a society, we talk a lot about like m sexism and misogyny. But here's what's unfair. I feel actually it's more acceptable for a Dalton and a Daniel to be seen drinking Zima than for me to be seen drinking Zima. What was your reasoning behind that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Cause, because it's ironic it's... when we do it. Yeah. Like, oh, look, a man drinking Zima. Oh, tee hee. <laughs> That's so adorable. Whereas like if I'm drinking a, a, a goes down easy, sweet, wine cooler then it's just um super basic mm. oh yeah you gotta oh, stop do you drink that? people think do you drink that while you watch your housewives <laughs> i've always argued it in the sense of candy so like are you, what are you gonna choose you're gonna choose the peanut chew or a bag of skittles i mean the peanut chew tastes like shit so i'm gonna have a bag of skittles the beer 
is the peanut chew in this situation. Mm. Do they even make Zima anymore? That's what I was going to ask. In Japan, so. that's where they, I got it. Oh. They did bring it back uh, like a couple years ago for a little bit. But, you know, so for like one summer, you could buy it again. But <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're putting glass in your suitcase is insane to me. Mm. I traveled with uh, a tiny, I, ha- I like fell in love with this face serum that came in a glass thing and it was like this I, listeners can't tell what I'm doing it's like it was like the size of um a, a, a small bottle of aspirin or something and I put it in its box in like a I mean I was afraid to travel with that and I travel with that not six large bottles larger bottles but it was fine is what you're saying mm-hmm. it sounds like it's yeah, fine this one I would I put them each in their own individual sock so they had a little padding their little travel case now, I can't, I'm pretty sure most of the socks were used because this is on the way home. So they were sweaty. Yeah. Um, but then those bottles go right to my lips when I get home. So, uh, <laughs> you know what? Now saying it out loud, I don't think I enjoyed them as much as I should have. <laughs> well, it's your, own, it's your own funk. But um, listen, guys, have you ever been affected by that it's mid-afternoon slump? It's your own funk. Have you ever been affected by that mid-afternoon slump, but you don't want to grab another coffee? Feels brand new focus melts are unlike anything you may already be using to focus. Focus melts are a fast-acting, long-lasting, and caffeine-free tablet to help you say goodbye to procrastination and reclaim your day. Their fast-acting tablets dissolve in moments, leaving you with improved focus in minutes. Plus, they taste great and can help reduce cravings for snacks. Whenever you need a boost of focus, instead of going for that second or third coffee, pop one tablet. Focus melts are powered by tetracitrine, a naturally occurring compound that gives you the laser focus you expect from caffeine and other stimulants, but without the crash. Feels has already helped more than 100,000 people take back control and feel better. 100,002, because Daniel and I also uh, take back control and feel better through their premium wellness products, real human support, and their membership program with free delivery straight to your home. You guys have heard us talk about Feels numerous times on this show, uh, and now we're talking about Feels Focus. Uh, melt and we are impressed. It's time to say no to sluggish days and restless nights with Feels Focus Melts. Become a member today and save 50% off your first order of Focus Melts and get free shipping by going to feels.com slash Allison and use code Allison at checkout. As a member, you'll save money on every order and you can easily pause, swap, or cancel at any time. That's feels.com, F-E-A-L-S.com slash Allison. Use Allison to become a member today. Say goodbye to procrastination, reclaim your day, and start feeling better with feels. Okay, so. Hey, gang, have you felt too focused? (laughs) Have you felt too focused and need to wind down a little bit? I introduce you to ether. Huff a little bit of ether. (laughs) Calm yourself. Lose your focus and relax. Take it with you. Fill a balloon. Allison Rosen is your new best friend slash ether. What if I don't have a rag? You have a dirty sock. Oh, traveled with. (laughs) Okay, so given that RJ is a regular, yeah. Given that I'm followed by Marilyn Ricegub, yeah, and soon you'll get a quantitative boost. Come on, listeners, do this. Uh, Who's next? Garrett Morris, perhaps. He doesn't. He doesn't follow me. Uh, Barack Obama does. Does he follow you? Hey, no, but you know who made me more excited? Alan Zweibel follows me on Instagram. 
Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. He's in the market for some nipples, I guess. Um, <laughs> do you get Aww. people telling you you should do more content with your clothes on? Yes, my OnlyFans is me in overalls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a Who Knows RJ Best quiz that we're going to do. Now, it's really anyone's game because obviously you and Dalton go way... You guys have been friends for what, like over a decade now, right? Yeah, but wrestling well, friends don't really know each other that well. Yeah, I would say we're at a disadvantage as RJ and I, I feel like, only work in bits. We we giggle and we just kind of like work out improv scenes every time we're together. We never talk about each other's real lives. Is that true? Because yeah. I feel like, RJ, I feel like you wrote a, a practically like a sonnet about about Dalton being like the light and you're the dark and like... Yes, and that's because I don't know him personally. <laughs> You had to resort to to pentameter. Okay. All right. So you guys are whatever you are. And then you and Tony had dinner. Friends who don't know anything about each other. Okay. (laughs) The best kind. I I get I actually get that. Um, and then you and Tony had dinner in Las Vegas. Yes. And then I feel like I've consumed a lot of RJ content. So I feel and then I feel like I might actually win this. And then Daniel, you don't know. So, but, you know, but he's a, he's a competitor. So here we go. Seems to hate your coffee. Oh, well, wait, does everyone? All right. First question here. Wait, hang on. (laughs) Sorry. Does everyone have something to write on? Oh, I do. Uh, Yeah. All right. Yes. Remember when late nineties game shows had really shiny floors? (laughs) Yes. And this is, speaking of shiny floors, this is the anniversary of the day RJ and I became celebrities. Oh, yeah. I loved that video. Everyone should go watch that. That was a very fun video. Did that take you forever to put together? Because it was, there were so many clips in it. I had the time, though. We weren't really working. It was pandemic. (laughs) It was really good. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Take I away. did all the animation myself. All right. Question number one. RJ is related to whom? A. Catskills comedian Georgie Jessel. B. Toronto Maple Leaf legend Frank Mahovlich. Or C. Italian-American sculptor Clara Fasano. Jesus. Can we hear those again? So it's so obvious. A. Catskills comedian Georgie Jessel. B. Toronto Maple Leaf legend Frank Mahovlich. Or C. Italian American sculptor Clara Fasano. Oh, and put your hand up when you have your answer. The hell of a okay. system you've devised here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're you all can... ready, right? Oh, uh, yeah. okay. What do I do? Uh, uh, Make your answers. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll, okay, Dalton, what do you think? Oh, I go first? Okay, sorry, I, so I, we, I, all, we, all say, we all say what our answer is, and then RJ will say what the, the, uh, okay, the actual answer is. Okay, you're the host, you should go last, I guess. I wrote Clara, C. Okay, I wrote Daniel? That's what I wrote, Clara. Yeah. Weird, I also picked that as well. And I also yeah. picked that because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, I guess we all said C. All right, I'll guess. I'll guess. I'll go fuck myself because you guys are correct. <laughs> all right, we all have a point. How did we all get the same answer? <laughs> this is very weird. 
I think you just realized that I wanted to be related to Georgie Jessel. Yeah, you I know, feel like that was to, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well done, everyone. Question wait, let me number- wait. Oh, hang on. Wait. Let me just write this down so I can keep track of our scores. She has even. sculptures in the MoMA and the Smithsonian. Mm. That's cool. Mm. Well, oh, wait. I knew because I know that you're Italian because I've consumed the content. How did everyone else know? I just I guessed. Think it Straight up guess. Okay. All right. All right. Question number two. RJ cannot. <laughs> Don't you roll your eyes at the music. She Thank tells you. me to do that. <laughs> I force this, him. This would have benefited from a dry run. Question number two. We have done a lot of these they all go this smoothly <laughs> i don't i don't consume the product question number two we don't need rj cannot perform which rudimentary recreational activity is it a riding a bike b ice skating or c throwing a frisbee a riding a bike b ice skating See throwing a frisbee. Allison, this is back to me telling you that wrestlers don't have to be athletic, and I'm right. living proof of that. Okay. You don't have to write the whole answer down, just the letter that's associated <laughs> yes. with it. Might save you a bit of time, everybody. <laughs> okay, Dalton. Dalton? Yeah, he's there. Well, this is tough because that same uh, wrestler who called your movie terrible, I have this like vague memory of us all playing Frisbee on that trip, but it could have been another trip. So I wrote bike. Well, I guess it didn't show. I wrote bike. You can't ride a bike. Daniel? Uh, I put Frisbee. Tony? I also went with bike. I guessed ice skating, uh, but really it could be any of them. I felt like he's Canadian, <laughs> yes, it so he's Canadian. Probably... You're born with it. Yeah, I know you. You would think. Yeah. Well, the correct answer is a. I cannot ride a bike. You can't ride a bike. I've spent many, many years trying to, and then I learned and kind of did it, and I was so impressed with myself that I wrote an article. And the Globe and Mail, the Canadian newspaper, published the article, and then I've never really rode since. You wrote an article, uh, article about my, mastering yes, my quest. I wouldn't say mastering. Yeah, <laughs> being able would, to ride a bike. I, yeah. So wait, who? Sorry, who so got that point? A, well, a whoever said a. Yeah, that, that was Dalton. Yeah. And, and, oh, yes. Tony and me. Tony and Dalton. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when someone says you, it's like right, guys with paradiddles. That's right. <laughs> when so, yes, when somebody says it's like riding a bike, I say then this is going to be a horrible venture. <laughs> this is a mistake. Was it yeah. the balance you couldn't get? I have very large feet, and they are too large for my body. Hmm. And I think that's part of the issue. I think it's a balance issue. Hmm. You know, yeah. anything I with be, I would venture three wheels. That would be a trike, not a bike. Yes, yes, <laughs> completely different thing. Yeah, I would venture that you're afraid, like you can't do it because you're too afraid to go the the appropriate speed that you need yeah. to keep your balance. Yes, so I'm, you just continue to fall over. Correct. <laughs> but you're somebody who 
get throws yourself around a ring and yeah and when people throw enough money at me i'll bleed (laughs) (laughs) can you skateboard no i no i also had didn't try you know i didn't like those shorts so i never really got into it (laughs) okay all right moving on question number three Archie has seen which musical artist multiple times? A. James Taylor. B. Paul Simon. C. Carly Simon. Fanny, did you write down your answer? There's Fanny Dunn. Nipsey's written his answer. We're waiting on Brett. We're waiting on Charles. What was the first one? We're waiting on Gary Berghoff. Gary, I'll repeat the question. Uh, James Taylor, Paul Simon, or Carly Simon? Okay. All right. Oh. Dalton? Oh, I'm, I've got my hand up, yeah. Uh, no, you Dalton go first. You reveal up. your... Oh. Uh, you yes, Dalton, what is your answer? Bike. <laughs> Paul Simon? I feel like, feel like you've, you've been to some Paul Simon shows. Daniel? Uh, I'm saying James Taylor. I'm not sure Paul Simon has toured that much recently. Uh, So I'm going to go with James Taylor. And then uh, Dalton and I are eye to eye on these because I also said Paul Simon. And I also am saying Paul Simon. Wow. Sorry, Daniel. The correct answer is Paul Simon. I saw him in 2004. It was the Simon and Garfunkel reunion concert. And then I saw him solo three more times, including his final tour, which I went to Nashville for just for that reason. And he brought out one of the Everly brothers because the other one was dead by that point. (laughs) So he did not have his choice of Everly brothers. No, 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 no. He was really stuck. His hand was forced. Yes. Question, uh, Question number four. This All is right. a hoot, so right... by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Tony and Dalton are tied right now. How many I questions have... do you want me to do, by the way? I have How eight. many do you have? I eight. have eight. Is that too long? No, I feel like that's... Look, okay. Dalton's having a hoot. Okay. I feel like this is good. We're good. All this right. is good. So far, the people who have met you in real life are winning. Yes. <laughs> we'll go till I win. Okay. Okay. David Arquette sent me the jacket of which dead comedian? A... Jerry Lewis, B, Rodney Dangerfield, or C, John Candy. All that, plus Andy Rooney, coming up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I feel like Daniel should go first because i suspect dalton dalton should go last because i feel like you might actually know because you are also friends with david arquette this is my hunch i'm going with uh jerry lewis tony um i for some reason i thought that i you had maybe told me this story but then all the names you said didn't sound familiar to me well they sounded familiar you know what i mean uh i said b ronnie dangerfield You've never heard of these comedians. How embarrassing for you, Tony. I also said Jerry Lewis, but now I'm doubting it. Okay. And Dalton? Glavin. That's what uh that's what the suit where sounds like. It's Jerry Lewis. 
The answer I've is seen him wear it. Oh, yay. Yes. Ooh. It's a nice denim jacket from his estate. It says custom made for Jerry Lewis on the inside. Oh, wow. And it has really specific pockets that I've never seen in another jacket. And then you can feel him yelling at the guy who made it. Like what kind of pockets? <laughs> Large enough to fit a notebook. It's really, they specifically seem to be notebook-only pockets. Huh. Yeah. Do you guys want to see the jacket that uh, David sent me? Yes, please. (laughs) David just sends people jackets. Now, when you say big enough to fit a notebook, are we talking like... A spade? No, like uh, those medium, those long, thin ones, but still substantial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Wow. Okay, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I this see this is where I messed up because I haven't done my wow. hard self a Patreon. You're seeing the Thursday show video. Oh my gosh! So we're seeing the it's jacket. A nudie suit. Oh, that's so cool! It's like it's got all sorts of beads. It's a beaded peacock. This is so cool. I really should have done the hard self. I have self yet for this to video. find an occasion to wear it to. You so got to you got to gin one up. <laughs> That's so cool. And I should have told David that I was a fan of someone with more expensive jackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I Who's like the most ex- Who who would have the most expensive jackets? Like a James Brown maybe. Yeah, or like Elton John or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Elvis. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're moving on oh, here. To raid Elton John's garbage. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Even as garbage is five tested. RJ recreationally shaved the head of which professional wrestler? A. Axe of Demolition. <laughs> B. D'Lo Brown. Or C. Coco Beware. Axe of Demolition. B. D'Lo Brown. C. Coco Beware. Waiting on Tony. Tony's ready? I am ready. Dalton? Yes, Dalton, you go. Oh, I'll go. Uh, I'm going to say the Birdman. Coco Beware. You want a story with that? Or should I I stop? (laughs) I went with Coco Beware. <laughs> I, but for real, I did. Just I I almost went with Coco Beware because I remember RJ telling me a story about being on a show with him. But I ended up going with D'Lo Brown because I know he actually does have a bald head, I believe. And I also went with Coco Beware. I don't know who any of them are, but I've I know of him the most. <laughs> Tony is wrong. The answer is Coco Beware. Oh. Yeah, he uh, he shaves around his head, so he has like a, just the hair on the top of his head. And I was supposed to wrestle him, and he had forgot to shave the sides of his head before he came. So he handed me this old electric razor from the 1970s up, <laughs> upon meeting him. And he bent over the garbage can, and I had to shave the man's head. <laughs> Wait, Daniel, who did you say? Coco Beware. Okay. Yeah. So everyone but me got it. Yeah. All right. Who among Dalton us has... haven't shaved an older wrestler's head? 
<laughs> All right, Dalton has five. I have four. Daniel and Tony have three. How many are left? Uh, three more. Let's I'm do really one more. liking this because it. Okay, let's do one more. Okay. No, actually, um, that makes no sense. Let's let's finish it out. This okay, we'll go quick. We'll, I won't waste time. Dalton Castle first faced RJ City on a charity show for a wrestler who had which serious illness? <laughs> Is it oh, A, no. MS, B, cancer, or C, ALS? Oh, I got <laughs> Here's Mike Douglas with more. Oh, I, I remember something about this show, too. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I feel like Dalton should go last on this one because presumably he would know. Um, Daniel, what do you think? I'm just going with MS. I'm and going with no reason. I'm going with cancer. And uh, oh, we're rounding it. Yeah, I went ALS. So, Dalton, uh, cancer is what I'm going. To. And if if I'm remembering correctly, uh, on the show, the the wrestler. Uh, who I think he had just started remission. He had just beaten cancer and we were raising money for cancer research. Uh, he was in the main event. And I, if I recall, the guy he wrestled beat him in some sort of weird, <laughs> non-happy ending to the show. Yeah. Why would they do that? Yes. The correct answer is cancer. And the name of the show was Fight for Cancer. To which I replied, <laughs> it should probably be fight against cancer. Um, it, it's to fund research to slow down the research. It's like... <laughs> we have to take a quick break, a quick ill-timed break. And during this break, I want everyone to reach down deep and find their competitive spirit. Because right now, it is still anyone's game Except for Tony and Daniel a little bit. Um, but listen, I want to tell you guys about Masterclass. Uh, Masterclass, you might be familiar with Masterclass. They can teach you pretty much anything. Uh, Daniel and I have been taking a lot. You might be wondering why Daniel and I are crushing life right now. It's because of all the Masterclasses. Uh, Daniel, you've been super into it, haven't you? Yeah, there's, there's actually a lot. of. There's like too much. I don't have enough time. To do all the classes, I want I to do the Thomas no, the, Keller, the Thomas Keller one next, where you learn. Because uh, I'm like really interested now in like how do you do, how do you cook, but like really well. How do yeah. you really understand how to, how the food works when it's cooking? I know, and I saw a bunch. There's like they keep adding them all the time, and it's like how are they getting all these great people? Like there's there was a bunch of them that I saw today on pitching. So whatever it is you're trying to pitch, there's like Aaron Sorkin teaches you how to yeah. to pitch. Did you get all the ones about pitching? Well, they'll today? do that. They'll give you subjects, so you don't have to mm. just watch each one. All they'll say, you know, there's this part of this one that you can watch that has this. It's right. Really and I, the, the one I started with was Judy Bloom, who was, you know, I, I loved her when I was growing up and I learned so much about writing and about sticking with it. And there was a point where she had received some negative criticism and she almost threw her typewriter away. And um, I remember that really resonated 
with me that she, that she didn't. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Uh, with over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, the thing that you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every Masterclass. And as an Allison Rosen's your new best friend listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash best friend. That's masterclass.com slash best friend for 15% off Masterclass. Class. Okay. And what I said about it not being Daniel and Tony's game, I take that back. It is still anyone's game. Okay. All right. Ga- game ready. on. We're back. Question seven. When Dalton and I played Celebrity Family Feud, who did Drew Carey replace on Team Paul Rubens? Was it A, Freddie Prince Jr., B, Lawrence Fishburne, or C, Lynn Marie Stewart, who played Miss Yvonne on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Ethel Merman has finished her answer. Okay. Are we ready? We're good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel, right. what do you think? I just went with C. Okay, Tony? I don't remember her name. (laughs) I went for uh, Lawrence Fishburne just because of the obvious Pee-wee's Playhouse thing, but that's probably why he put it in there, so I'm guessing maybe this is a trick, So, but I'm sticking with it. And I'm saying Freddie Prinze Jr. I don't know why. Dalton? I, I too, am saying Freddie Prinze because I have a vague memory of, like, there's being some sort of wrestling tie-in to it on that side. So I don't know if I'm right. Could be making it up. It was all whirlwind. The answer Go is, watch the video. It's on YouTube. The answer is indeed... <clears throat> the answer is indeed A, Freddie Prince Jr., which I got very upset about because I thought they brought in Drew Carey as a ringer because he had been a captain on a previous season because Paul Rubens is very competitive and I got very frightened. <laughs> Do you but then remember you guys saying won. the, uh, the fun yeah. wrestling fact about Drew? Yes, we were the wrestling team, but Drew Carey is the only person who was in the WWE Hall of Fame and in a Royal Rumble match. That's how. That's what successful wrestlers we are. <laughs> the eighth and he final didn't say question. A word. Okay, going. Oh, Sorry. Yes. <laughs> going. I just need to let everyone know where we all stand. All right. Okay. Dalton has seven. I have six. Daniel has three. Tony has three. Okay. Jesus. It's just like right. when Rod Roddy would inter- interrupt Bob Barker all the time. <laughs> Question number eight. RJ used to use what wrestling nickname? A, the Midnight Special. B, Uncle Anxiety. Or C, the House Cat. Can you read them again, please? RJ used to use what wrestling nickname? A, The Midnight Special, B, Uncle Anxiety, or C, The House Cat. (laughs) And we're just waiting on Dalton to finish. Oh, he's finished? All right. Daniel? Well, I feel like you've gone with... Yeah. I'm going with The House Cat. And I'm going. I'm going with the midnight special because he's a he's a reference guy. So, (laughs) Allison, 
I th- I'm going with Midnight Special, but I don't know. Uncle Anxiety feels more your brand, but I don't think that you wrestled under that name. So I'm going with Midnight Special. I, I agree with you, Allison. Uh, House Cat and, and uh, Uncle Anxiety sounds more modern day RJ. I feel yeah. like he's trying to be more clever if you used to use it. Uh, Midnight Special is what I'm going with. The answer is A, Midnight Special. You were correct. I was sick in bed and I was watching the infomercial and I said, hey, Bert Sugarman was on to something. <laughs> Although I really, coming up with this question, I really wish I had previously called myself the house cat. It's <laughs> a good one. Wait, what is the infomercial? Oh, the Midnight Special was like a 1970s variety show, mainly musical acts mm-hmm. and comedians. And it came mm-hmm. on late. Wolfman Jack, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Dalton, you're the big winner. Congratulations. I feel validated. This is great. You did he it. Does, I, he does know me. RJ is one of my good friends. And it's nice to know I haven't been lying this whole time. Do you want to tell everyone? This is a, a little personal, but I think I could share it. Allison, this may interest you. Dalton, when he was getting married... He had asked me to officiate his wedding. And then he and his wife discussed it and realized it was a bad idea. <laughs> and they Whoa. rescinded their offer. Uh, you had also immediately declined. You said, yes, you do not I, want that. Yes, because I, I cannot support well. You know what I mean? I would have taken yeah. the moment it was and a made good it about move. myself. And I think I would have upended the wedding. <laughs> it's one of the sweetest things you've ever done for us because we then had one of our <laughs> friends who I grew up with who knew us uh, at a younger age do it for us. Yeah. And uh, he did not make it about himself. What was the time ela- that ela- how much time elapsed between when you asked him and when you unasked him? Instantly. <laughs> I think it was the same conversation. It didn't last very long. <laughs> um, well, that sounds like that turned R- out well. RJ does not want to do anything if you ask him. If it's not his idea, he will resist no matter what it is, even if it's like something good, fun. I gave him a task to like officiate my wedding. I could have easily asked him to go out for uh, for a meal. He would have thought about what a hassle it would have been and, and thought of a thousand reasons not to do it. It's been said, David Arquette says, you have to show RJ a good time despite his efforts to not have one. <laughs> Very relatable. <laughs> um. Should we just enjoy this awkward silence? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> we're, en- we're enjoying the awkward silence, you guys. It's an audio podcast. And I look, other podcasts, the, their whole thing is like, let's just talk. Let's give them conversation. Let's give them something to listen to. And my thing is like, let's give them something to listen to. And then let's just stop. Yeah. And let them collect their mm-hmm. thoughts while really- I also collect my thoughts. Um. I think it's time to say hello and welcome to the new patrons, which I forgot to do last week. And also here, you know, at the beginning of the show, when I talked at length about how I wasn't doing the hard sell for Patreon, 
Uh, what you didn't get to hear is me saying I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Alison Rosen. There are thank you bonus episodes of my Patreon show, The Friend Zone, uh, which, by the way, gentlemen, if you play your cards right, I might hit you up to be uh, a guest on The Friend Zone where I solicit questions from my guests. You asked me to do this show three times and you couldn't ask me to do the other one once? Well, this reaches a much wider audience. It's not my fault that no one wanted to follow you from that, you know. Can Lorraine Newman send me $5? <laughs> I mean, look, she had she saw the tweets that you put out clearly and still decided not to follow you. I know. I don't know. She, she assessed and decided <laughs> against. Um but anyway, um, yeah, so bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. And by the way, I am gonna, probably going to record one any moment now uh, because I've been promising all sorts of gossip that I have – that I need to release. Hot, hot gossip. Um, and then I do live streams and uh, there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. And you can see uh, Dalton's beaded peacock jacket because you can see video of of the Thursday gang of this show. Video of this can submit carbohydrates other stuff it's super fun um and if you sign up for a year you get two months free or you can do it month by month and i will give you a shout out on the show and there's a song Hello and welcome to Heather Hewson. She signed up for an annual subscription. Hello and welcome to Katina Smallwood. She's at the texting level and I'm wondering if it's Katrina or Katina. I can't read my own writing. So hello and welcome to Katina and to Katrina. Hello. Hi, Sarah Ellis. She's at the annual level. Hello to Katrina Stevens. Hello to Wicked Sled. Hello to Alexandra Keller. Hello to Tiffany Evans at the annual level. And hello to Lucas Malone, who's at the annual level. Hello and welcome to all of you. I hope you're enjoying all of your Patreon stuff. And listen, if you are at the texting level, uh, a whole bunch of posts should uh, have like been opened up to you if you're on Patreon and you should be able to find the number, send a text to that number, and then uh, we can text. And if you can't find it, send me a direct message. Um, okay. What should we do now? We don't have that much time. Uh, we do have segments. I do have questions. Um but, you know, that feels indulgent because these are just, just things I'm just... No, I. you know what? I just want to know. Okay, so RJ, you host a segment called Hey EW yes. for AEW. Correct. Um, and I am wondering, and hopefully, you know what? All the listeners should go watch it because it's hilarious. When you, you shoot with wrestlers, like how long do you sit there with them? Literally... I would say for the most part, exactly what you see is almost everything we filmed. Really? Yes. There may be sometimes because we block shoot and by the time things are about to air, things will be not in sync with the storylines or something that we may take out. Mm -hmm. But somebody just said, oh, I, I really want to see the outtakes from this. It's like, this is one take. This is literally all we get. And that is it. Hmm. So and what you're seeing is what I'm living. And then my other question for you, because when you were on the one-on-one -on -one show, I did not ask you about this. No. You used to be on a Nickelodeon show. So you're like a former kids star, teen yeah, star, Nickelodeon put, star. Uh, yeah, put quotations around that, but sure. Which part am I putting quotations around? Well, it was for children. I don't know if I became a star because of it. Okay. 
Yeah, How I don't did... think I got quantity or quality of social media followers from it. But I'm asking you about it now. So yes. therefore, what notoriety, what recognition? Um, so how did that all come about? They were, so it was a show where it was, a, it was like Wipeout, but for kids, and it was a castle, and we were characters defending a castle, and they were looking for somebody who looked like a wrestler. And I, I guess, compared to 12-year-olds, looked like a wrestler. <laughs> and I played the character of Gildar, the handsome Viking, who was also an idiot. And I got to make fun of kids in real time while they fell down. And it was Nickelodeon. It was also on BBC and on Australia. It's in syndication, which is very exciting, but it was non-union, which is much less exciting for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were already a wrestler? Yes. But like, did they recruit you or was there like a casting call? Yes. Or? I think they contacted a guy who promoted wrestling shows in the area and he brought us all in. Got it. Was it fun? And I seemed to be the only one who could read. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. It was so much fun. It was so, you're just making fun of children. It's, it's, and, but not children. What a dream. 12 year olds. <laughs> all 12 year olds are shitty. <laughs> and when Elliot gets to that age, if you guys need a hand, I am a professional. If you'd like to, <laughs> me to, to knock to down roast your child our a children. few times, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think that would work for Elliot. No, maybe Owen. That's our three-year-old. I feel like he could handle it more. I don't think. Well, they're not supposed to handle it. They're supposed to demure and they become better people. I think it's, it's like a doctor. The world has changed. Yeah. It's a light roasting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Dalton, do you roast your cats? Well, you don't have human children, right? Oh, no. Is he crackling for everyone else or just my yeah. headphones? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, Dalton, your audio. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Why? I don't know. Why You're self destructing. When the focus is on me, everything goes wrong. This is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Oh, no. This is a tribute to the Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> yes, exactly. I've never changed. I haven't changed anything. Phantoms? <laughs> Usually I go around and have people do their plugs. So what we're going to have to do <laughs> is you're going to have to do your crackle plugs and then I'll translate them into words. Okay. Well, I'll do mine first because that's the polite thing to do. Listen, if you guys, if you like what you're hearing, even if you don't, please make sure those words all came out wrong. Please make sure you're subscribed. Uh, leave us a nice comment. We read comments on the show. We have a segment we do. Uh, and uh, listen to my other podcasts, Upworthy Weekly. That's the new one. It's lighthearted news podcast on Saturdays and Childish. And um, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And um, I never plug Cameo, but I am on Cam. I think everyone here is on Cameo. I got Daniel a Cameo from Todd Glass for his birthday and it was hilarious and it reminded yep. me that I'm on Cameo too. So uh, order Cameos from all of us, please. Okay. Dalton, where can we find you and what should we follow? And I'll translate it into English. Well, of course, I've got the YouTube. He's got the YouTube. Uh, is that Dalton Castle or is it Planet Peacock? <laughs> Uh, Dalton Castle is the, the user. Uh, Dal- it's, it's, it's Dalton Castle a, on YouTube. I have a Twitch channel, which I, I paint on. You're back! <laughs> <laughs> I never left, Allison. Do you roast Here's your cats? Correctly. Oh, I banged the table. Do you Go ahead. Which do you want, the plugs or the cats? The plugs. <laughs> what do you need from the me? The plugs. I feel a lot of pressure. <laughs> 
I wasn't doing well leading into this, and now it's closing real hard. <laughs> You're doing great. Just plug uh, it up. Yeah, oh, and follow me on Twitter at none of your goddamn business. You don't want to throw out your your Twitter handle? It's my name. They'll find okay. it if they're big fans. I, <laughs> All right. I can't believe that's what you did with your remaining moments of clean mic time. <laughs> I don't even know if it's clean. It, I, I know like it's crackling. No, it's You're setting me. It's up. clean. I feel attacked. Okay, but but do you roast your cats? Yes, I talk down to them quite often. We don't even give them names. They're number one and number two. We call them cat, both of them. And we tell them to shut up. <laughs> uh, so not lightly. We are mean. <laughs> okay, RJ, what about you? Please plug all your things. I, I have a cameo. And sometimes you maybe you could get me and Allison to dual cameos at oh. each other, which we've done before. I've done before, and it's fun. Uh, you can get my shirts, parasingtees.com slash RJ City. You can get my coffee, high anxiety at rootlesscoffee.com. And yeah, YouTube, Instagram, nipples are all available on various social media platforms. Wait, what are dueling cameos? Well, if I, if they pay me to say something to you. Oh. You know, like we're their puppets or their action figures. Right. And we're in a fight. Yes. Yes, do and- that. And of course, if you want to see me annoy more wrestlers, you can watch Hey W every Sunday morning on youtube.com slash AEW. Uh, Daniel, what about you? Oh, you can follow me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. Also, um, I don't know if we distribute any of the uh, matches that uh, Dalton's been in, but we do have Ring of Honor uh, matches on our uh, I work for Magnolia, and we have them on our um, Warriors and Gangsters channel that you can find on Amazon Prime. So mm. if you want to check that stuff out, I know we have some Colt Cabana matches on there. And uh, yeah. Which would you classify me as, a warrior or a gangster? <laughs> I mean, can you be both? No. You're a warrior, <laughs> You're a warrior sir. <laughs> Oh, and Thank you. I should have mentioned, check out my Monday episode with Ben Glebe. Um, it's super funny. Uh, he goes into a lot of detail of his debate with Charlie Kirk, which you may have seen, um, which is pretty fascinating, and lots of other stuff. Uh, and that is available, uh, you know, obviously as a regular episode, wherever you listen to podcasts, but then also YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. Subscribe, won't you? Okay. And Tony, what about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton and my podcast Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. And uh, if you live in L.A. this Saturday, I'm playing yet another show, uh, this time with Jonah Ray doing his You Can't Call Us Al, uh, where we play punk versions of Weird Al songs. We'll be opening for uh, MC Chris at the Lodge Room here in L.A. So come out if you're in the area. And that's Your it for arm now. is going to explode. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you guys so Tony, much. You want to hear me do some flam? You know it. <laughs> flam tap, baby. You still got thank- it. <laughs> thank you guys so much. This was so fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.